What's going on, everyone? The Broke Investor here. Welcome to the Broke Investors Podcast, where we find out what keeps broke people broke and how we can go from being broke to becoming a successful entrepreneur. I'm your host, The Broke Investor. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the 50-25-20 budget. To start off, we need to know what it means to be a broke investor. Simply put, a broke investor is someone who wants more out of life. They may be in a 9-to-5 job that they no longer like or never liked in the first place. Or they may be drowning in debt with no sign of any hope. Whatever the case may be, I can assure you I've been there and done that. Now, while I was at my last corporate job, I had stacked up a tremendous amount of credit card debt. I had just moved into a home and I was trying to keep up with the Joneses. With my desire to want to go back into entrepreneurship, I wanted to get out of my credit card debt first prior to considering making the leap again. At that moment, I realized that I needed to control my finances and create a budget to stick to. So in early January 2018, I went ahead and decided to make the leap of faith. At first, I was just going to wing it. I was just going to put money to the side to put out, to pay off the debt. Uh, but out of frustration doing this for a couple weeks and, and not really going anywhere, I t- decided to do some research instead. So I started searching online for solutions. Uh, of course, uh, the typical people came up like Dave Ramsey with his debt snowball plan. And if y'all don't know his debt snowball plan, is simply put, uh, you pretty much list your debts from smallest to largest, regardless of interest rate. Uh, you make minimum payments on all your debts except the smallest. Uh, pay as much as possible on your smallest debt, and then repeat until each debt is paid in full. Then I came across Fidelity's 50-15-5 budget, which has you do uh, 50% of take-home pay going towards your essential expenses, and then 15% of the pre-tax income you, you save, you put aside for retirement, uh, and then 5% uh, you, you actually take home, uh, you put in a short-term savings for unplanned expenses. And so uh, the, one of the last plans that, that I came across actually was uh, from uh, the late Jim Rohn and his philosophy when he was doing a, a seminar. Uh, pretty much he said, never spend more than 70 cents. Uh, the other 30 cents, 10 cents of it will go to charity, 10 cents of it will go to active capital, and 10 cents would go to passive capital. So I like the budget plans I had to come across, uh, but going through the numbers of how long it would actually take me to finish paying off the credit card was not that great. I was looking at a minimum of minimum of three years, and of course, I wanted to pay the credit cards off within one year. So I created a plan myself that I was able to work with, something I was comfortable with. And I called it the 50-25-25 plan uh, back then. Uh, but now, like I said, I'm, sh- I'm shortening that up to a 50-25-20 budget. And so what I did here is I, I took b- bits and pieces of the three plans that I mentioned. So for the 50% of the plan, it's uh, pretty much like the Fidelity's plan. So uh, 50% goes towards your essential expenses. We're talking about things like electricity, the water, the phone, internet, gas, you name it. On top of that, you also want to include the minimum amount 
of debt payments that you that go along with your your habit spending. Now, when I talk about habit spending, I, I mean things like you know eating out, uh, purchasing cigars or beers, uh, any of the weird fetishes you have, uh, basically anything that you have a huge amount of control over. So that's for the fifty percent of your gross income. Excuse me, your take-home income. And on the 20% portion, I'm going to skip on the 25% momentarily here. On the 20% portion, uh, what it, what that is is pretty much uh, for your financial independence. Uh, so on the 20%, uh, one of the ten, the, you want to split that in half. So you want to do 10% in passive capital. So passive capital uh, simply is uh, capital that you invest with someone, and they, in return, will make a profit for you with the passive capital you provided. Okay, so like retirement accounts, like a uh, 401k with Fidelity or any of those things, uh, opening up a Robinhood account yourself and just putting, putting money into a, a stock, things like that. Uh, that that would be considered passive capital. There's other cap. There's other types of passive capital, like uh, you know, investing in a startup. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't dive too deep into doing that right away. Uh, you you want to actually try to pick something that you can't be 100 percent sure will, will earn you money, but something that has a good track record of of earning you a good seven to eight uh, percent return. And so that's what passive capital is. You're pretty much giving someone uh, giving someone else putting it somewhere else where you don't have to do anything. Except just receive a check. That's passive capital. Uh, the other, the other 10% is uh, pretty much for active capital. And active capital strictly means uh, for your enterprise pursuits. So this is for the entrepreneurs out there that that, that want to make that want to use their own money to make a profit. So anything that you're doing. So let's say you know you want to create a, a kayak rental business. Uh, first, you need to find out what type of uh, business structure you want to put that in. Uh, in addition, you need to find out all the, the necessary permits. Uh, of course, all this is going to cost money to pursue. Permits cost money. Filing with, the, filing with the state costs money. And this is actually where your active capital will come into play. So you put that money to the side, and then you actually use it to actively pursue uh, a profit. So you yourself are actually making that, uh, that, that, that profit as opposed to the passive where you let someone else make that. So that's the 20% portion of it. 10% goes to active the other ten percent goes to the passive uh, capital. This is strictly for your retirement account. This is for your financial independence budget portion. Okay. Now back to the twenty-five percent portion. Now this is actually one of my favorite portions, and this is actually what uh, allowed me to uh, knock out that the debt that I have with credit cards uh, fairly, fairly quickly. Uh, the twenty-five percent portion is what I call the chop block. Uh, the, the chop block is specifically geared towards chopping away your debt. Uh, the chop block is not meant to pay for the minimum amount of debts because that's going to be covered with your 50% essential portions. Uh, the chop block, if used properly, will allow you to save money by avoiding accumulated interest on your past charges. Uh, so let's say, you know, in reality, that $2 burger that you could end up costing you $20 or more if you're using your credit cards uh, for your habit spendings, okay? And you're only paying the minimum amount of debt. Uh, so that's pretty much what that is, 25% portion. So you want to stick to the 25% chop block. So let's say let's say you're earning $1,000 a month, 
Okay, you're earning $1,000 a month. 25% of that, which is $250, is going to go to your debt. Now, not everybody can do this. Not everybody can afford this way. Uh, but but I'm going to go go over a little bit on, on how that was able to uh, to help me out. The last portion of it is the uh, the 5% portion. Now, the 5% portion is for generous contributions. Uh, there's really no better way to help build character than making generous contributions. Uh, generous contributions are amounts that are given to a worthy cause. So it doesn't necessarily be, have to be charity, uh, but it's for, for a worthy cause. Okay, So, of course, a worthy cause can be different for each of us. Uh, but an example would be you know, contributing to... You know, if you're religious, your your temple of worship, or you know, contributing to a cancer awareness program, or uh, contributing to the youth, uh, whatever type of uh, generous contribution, uh, that five percent portion uh, is is for that reason. Okay, and so what happened? What happened with the eleven thousand dollars in credit card debt back in two thousand eighteen? Well, unfortunately. Uh, even st- after sticking with the uh, 50, 25, 20 budget, uh, I was not able to pay off the entire credit card debt within a year. However, I did manage to pay it off within 18 months. So I was looking at, you know, going through the programs, the, the three plans that I was looking at, uh, the, the minimum amount of years is going to take me was going to be at least three years. Sticking to the 50, 25, 20 budget, I was able to slice that in half and I was able to get rid of the payments within 18 months. Now, okay, 18 months is really, you, know, you might not, you might be thinking, oh, that's not really that, you know, that's not really that short, you know, that's a long time. 18 months is a long, long time, but, but guess what? The time is going to pass anyways. So being able to pay off the $11,000 within 18 months on a $31,000 salary really changed my whole perspective on personal finances. Now, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't, I was still able to save on the 20% active and passive capital, even with putting in 25% of my check into the uh, the chop block. I was still able to, to do that 20% uh, to decide for, for a passive and active capital. So, it, like I said, it, it really changed my whole perspective on personal finances. It really just takes a bit of dedication and, of course, time. Uh, but in the end, the patience really did pay off, and, and I was able to sa- save uh, an extraordinary, extraordinary amount of, of interest uh, from uh, doing the chop block. So it was over, it was over $1,500, I want to say. It was over $1,500 that I saved on, on interest. Now, as I mentioned in yesterday's episode, and if you if you didn't hear yesterday's episode, I do encourage you to go to go take a look at that. Um, but there was something there was, there was a missing piece I hadn't been really focusing on as far as the uh, the 50, 20, 25, 20 budget, and that piece was the five percent portion. Now again, if you, if you you know if I kind of went through f- too fast with that, uh, the five percent portion again is to uh, to put aside uh, for worthy contributions. Okay, generous contributions. I hadn't really been doing that. Now, I, I, I would once in a while, you know, put $10 here, $15 here, you know, $5 here, you know, just, just any any bits and pieces. But I wasn't doing it like every single check. Like every single check that came in, hey, 25% is going to go to the chop block. 
25 or 20% is going to go to the active passive capital. I wasn't doing that with the 5%. And as I mentioned the, the yesterday, the, the day before yesterday, um, one of the clients I was able to help out on an appointment, uh, she had mentioned, you know, you can't just expect to get, 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 and never give. That's no way to live. That's no way to live. And so that, that really struck a chord with me. And it kind of it kind of made me think back to the 50-25-20 budget. And I made a commitment yesterday that I'm, I'm going to start doing that. I'm still going to start contributing. Uh, whatever, whatever little bit or however much it is, I, I need to start contributing that and, and being faithful to, you know, the budget that I created for myself. And so with that commitment, I, uh, I started, as I mentioned, I, I did have, I did start a, a Patreon account a while back uh, to focus on this and I was just browsing through and I found, and of course, um, this is not a sponsorship. I'm not being promoted by this guy. There, there's nothing like that. Um, I, I just saw this, and I was just I, I was blown away by what this group is doing, and so I, I came across in, in Patreon. I came across a group called Special Books by Special Kids. Okay, so it's a nonprofit uh, that has been publishing hundreds of interviews featuring people living with disabilities and neurodiversity. Now, why why would I? Why would I even care about this? Why would I even want to focus on this? Um, well, first off, I, I do have a relative uh, that does have autism. Um, he he is actually he, he he's actually blind as well, and so it, it was very strange. Like one of the first things that I searched and I, and I found this. I just put I don't even remember what I put to be honest. I don't even know what I searched, but it, it was it was one of the first things that came up, and this really struck a chord and I think he's really doing a, a good service uh, for the community. You know, he's interviewing people that have special needs and he, he's showing that, you know, that they're people as well, you know, and they shouldn't be treated any differently. And, and I totally agree with that, you know, and he's been doing it for, for four plus years now. And it, it was, his story really struck a chord with me and, it's definitely something that I could stand behind, especially if I, uh, since I have a relative, like I said, that has autism uh, and is blind, and so that that's just it's just so awesome. He's bringing awareness uh, to uh, a certain group of individuals and trying to show them that hey, they're people too, okay? They have feelings as well, okay? They have ideas, they have goals, all right, and so that that's why I stuck with this, and now it I am doing a monthly contribution. Uh, to this organization, to this nonprofit organization, and I, I really feel good about it. You know, I really feel good about it, and that's 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 the main thing. You know, it's, it's a little bit of selfish selfish involved with it. You know, I, I can say it's a little bit of selfish, right? Because after I uh, after I put in put in the amount to the side uh, to to you know help to help this guy this gentleman grow, uh, you know, I feel really good about myself. So I was doing a little bit for me as well, uh, but I know contributing to this gentleman, he is he's gonna be able to continue doing his work. Um, so I'll actually send I'll send you a link. I'll put a link in the description about his uh, about his goal about him pretty much, and I also put in a, a link to his Patreon account in case you know you want to go ahead and, and contribute to him as well and donate. Um, but that that's pretty much it. I mean. 
you know, there's, there's so much creativity out here. I mean, there's so, so many people with great ideas, so, you know, people with, you know, good hearts and good intentions. And with the power of the internet, anyone and everyone has the ability to go after their dreams and has a true, true way of having an impact in this world. Okay, it used to cost thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars uh, to even be found, you know, on radio, on TV. You know, you had to pay the 30 seconds for that for that, for that, that time slot. Uh, but now with the internet, you know, a simple share can go a long way. A simple share can go a long way. And if you can just imagine, if every single one of us will be able to make, we'll be able to earn $1,000 per day. That can change the entire world as we know it. Now that, that's 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 far fetched, right? That's far fetched when I say, whenever I say this, a thousand dollars a day. But I've been able to do that. You know, of course, my industry is the financial services industry, and but that's not the only that's not the only industry that that can allow someone to do that. And there's people online doing that every single day, and of course, it's not just about the money. And this is why I actually that's actually why I, I contributed to this. Uh, special books by special kids organization because you can tell it is not for the money. He's a nonprofit. You can tell he he has he has that light in his eye where he loves what he does, and and we need more of that. We need more of that. It's it's a very very negative world out here, uh, and it's it it needs to change. It needs to change for the better. You know we need to find our smiles again. You know, we need to find that light in our eyes again. If not, uh, the world is is heading for a uh, is heading the wrong direction. All right, and the internet, I do believe, has the power to to change that, to change that. And so, again, I'm not being promoted by special books by special kids. He, you know, he doesn't even know me, of course. Uh, but I, I do think it is a very worthy cause, uh, in my opinion. And I was able to. Uh, to, to donate to him. Um, so very honored for that. But again, just to recap, the 50, 25, 20 budget, uh, the 50% is for your essential expenses, uh, all your bills, all your minimum debt payments, etc. The 25% is for the chop block, uh, which is meant to take out all your debt. Now, again, on the chop block, I take what uh, Dave Ramsey does with the, with the snowball, uh, with the debt snowball, and you want to list your debts from smallest to largest. There, there's a psychology behind that. Imagine if you're trying to pay off largest. And I, I did this first. I tried paying off my largest credit card bill first. And no matter how much money you put in, put in, put in, put in, it feels like you're never going to win. It feels like you're never going to win. So if you put it from smallest to largest, you'll be able to knock out that smallest one fairly quickly, especially with the 25% chop block. Fairly, fairly quickly, and once you get that one success, you feel you feel good about yourself, and you continue going. After you're done paying off your debt, imagine what you can do with an extra twenty five percent. I'd be very careful going into the the spending habits again, right? The spending habits of you know going out and partying and whatnot. But maybe you know if you if you're in a position where you can do that, maybe you'll be able to switch it from you know putting five percent into. Uh, charitable contributions and flipping that to the 25% instead or instead of doing 20% for uh, your active and passive capital you could flip it and do 25% or maybe you can add it to 
You know, you can because the twenty after the twenty five percent chop block is free. Once there's nothing to chop away, that twenty five percent is pretty much essential. You know, free cash flow, and you can do whatever you want with it. All right, I'd be very careful not to get back into that pit, right? Because then you have to use that chop block again. But give it a try. Give the if these other plans haven't been working for you. I'm, I'm actually going to put a link to uh, the three plans that I mentioned as well. And you know, every every person every person's uh, personal budget is different. Every personal situ- every person's uh, personal finance situation is different as well. Uh, but my my plan worked for me. You know, the 50, 25, 20 budget. And I was able to, uh, instead of you know, waiting three years to pay off all my credit card debts, I was able to do it in 18 months, a year and a half, exactly. So, you know, I saved half that time. And, of course, later on, uh, I think, yeah, it was a year a year and a month later, I was actually able to uh, leave that corporate job that uh, I, you know, I pretty much ended up despising uh, because of micromanagement. And I was able to come, be- come back into entrepreneurship. And uh, fast forward in October 2019 was actually uh, one of the first times I was able to make or to earn. You know, we don't make money. We're not we're not the Federal Reserves. Uh, I was able to earn over a thousand dollars in a single day for services rendered, and that was mind blowing for me. But again, this was this is about the uh, the 50 25 20 budget. You know, let me know what you think. Uh, let me know if you've ever tried the debt snowball plan. Let me know if you ever heard of the uh, Fidelity 50 15 5 budget. Uh, let me know what you thought about uh, Jim Rohn's philosophy of spending no more than 70 cents. The other 30 cents, 10 cents for charity, 10 cents for active capital, 10 cents for passive capital. And let me know what you think about the 50, 25, 20 budget. Let me, you know, I took bits and pieces of, of what I liked on each one of them. Uh, you know, 50% for essentials, uh, 25% for chop blog, 20% for the active and passive capital, and 5% for uh, charitable contributions. Let me know what, what you think. And uh, if, if you're in a situation like I was back then, uh, where you have so much debt that you don't know, you don't know if you're ever going to get out of it, you know, try one of these plans out. Okay. You need to stick with the budget because if you don't stick with the budget, uh, your finances are going to control you. That's the last thing you want. You want to be able to control your finances. You don't want your finances controlling you. That that's that's a that's a horror story waiting to happen. So uh, that's going to be it for this episode. And as always, keep growing, keep investing, even if you are the broke investor.